Good morning, Dr. Sutter, and hi, Dr. Aaron. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> now, Dr. Carl, um, tell us about fruit fly because we know that there is this outbreak going on at the moment. Um, why is it so devastating if it gets out and about? Okay, so firstly, if you go looking up in Wikipedia and you look up fruit fly, you'll find something called Drosophila menegaster, and that's not it. It's actually the Mediterranean fruit, fruit fly in downtown Adelaide and a different one, yeah. the Queensland fruit fly in the Riverland. And between them, they are very destructive. They're the most destructive fruit pests in the world because mm. they, especially the one that you've got in Adelaide, the Mediterranean one, it can inhabit over 200 uh, different tropical fruits and vegetables and it can survive in cooler climates. And it's heading into a crop economy worth $1.3 billion a year. Jeez. And so they're desperately trying to stop it. And it's kind of like teaching people sterile procedure like we had to with COVID-19. So that's why you've got those three different zones in yeah. downtown Adelaide where the thing is to try and nip the infection in the bud. And luckily, mm. even though there's 200 fruit that it does like, there's a small number of, dare I say, relatively boring fruit that it doesn't like. And you're allowed to have them and move them around because a fruit fly won't get into them. So kids' lunchboxes, obviously, we need to be very careful. Um, but also any shop-bought fruit must be kept secure when you take it home. So, mate, it sounds like, is it hard to control this sort of thing or it could be sort of nipped in the bud in a, in a few weeks? With the public health measures, you can nip it in the bud, but if you just have some, buy some fruit from the shop and then the fruit fly lands on it, then that fruit fly, they can move for a distance of 700 metres in an affected area if they're trying to find some you know, fruit to live on, or kilometres, up to 15 kilometres, that could go flying. Right. Well, there you go. That's pretty simple. So we're talking pineapple, melons, cucumber, carrots, uh, broccoli, celery, mushrooms, asparagus, all those things are okay for your um, for your lunchbox and processed fruit, canned fruit and so forth. Um, hey, Dr. Carl, thank you for the information. Now, just quickly, you were the man more than a year ago, I think, that gave us a great explanation of COVID and how big this thing may become. Where are we at at the moment and what's your sort of outlook on this over the next year or so, do you think? Um, firstly, we're in a very lucky place being in Australia because on August the 1st last year, both Victoria and the United Kingdom each had about five or 700 cases. By the time you get to the end of October, Victoria had zero. Yep. The United Kingdom had 20,000 new cases a day, and now it's up to 60,000. And the hospitals are full, and there's refrigerator trucks out the back of the hospitals uh, to put the extra dead bodies in both the United Kingdom and the USA. Yeah. All we've got to do is hang out for the vaccine, keep the social distancing and the public health measures. We keep them going, we'll end up with fewer dead people, and they'll be ready to go with a robust economy in about a year from now. So, Dr. Carl, when do you think uh, we'll be back to overseas travel as normal? Probably sometime in more than a year. In about a year, will be essentially normal, but people will be mm -hmm. still a bit nervous. Um, as of just very recently, we had 102 million infected cases and about 2-point-something million dead. We're looking at about 2.2% death rate around the world. And it's kind of rubbery. It's cl probably closer to 1% by the time all the dust settles. But even so, mm. um, we've got to wait for the vaccine because even if there's side effects from the vaccine, it's still safer than getting the uh, disease. Dr. Carl, thank you for your very sage advice because everything you have told us has happened. So I am thinking yes. that I can start to book a trip overseas, hopefully in about 18 months' time. So I'm very excited by that. Oh, but remember, it's very difficult to make predictions 
especially about the future. No, very true. Nostradamus did okay. You're our crystal ball. Yeah, easy to make predictions about the past. That's Dr. Carl Krusenitzky. Uh, newest book out is Surfing Safari Through Science. Um, Dr. Carl, book number what is this one? That was book number 46, and I've just finished writing book number 47 about climate change, which is coming out in a few months. Right. Brilliant. Hey, Dr. Carl, it is always a pleasure. You're welcome on this show anytime. Thank you very much, Dr. Aaron and Dr. Soda.